0: welcome welcome all you sweets you made it we have gotten to episode 9 rise of Skywalker we are talking all about Star Wars and we finally got her on the pod we have a guest and we will be hearing her top five at the end of this podcast However, we're going to talk first and foremost about Rise of Skywalker. We're going to go quickly into our non-spoiler review. And then we're going to talk all spoilers. We are going to rank our Star Wars. And that will be take 63. So without further ado, Keeks, could you introduce our guest for us?
1: So our our guest hails from the beautiful mountainous land of American Fork. There's... There's there's not much more that I can say about her. She's a nice young lady. I've known her for like basically 20 something years, probably a little bit less. And her name is Jen Packham. She enjoys Star Wars. Is there anything else? Jen? Is there, nope, any, there anything else?
2: That's pretty much it, Kamiko.
1: That's it. I knew. How how was that? How was that? How was that intro? Did I do okay?
2: Pretty good. I mean, I don't know if I've known you for 20 years, but no, maybe def- like def- <laughs> 10.
1: Definitely not 10. Oh, fun fact. We went to prom together.
2: Yes, we did. And we had pretty sick uh, high top shoes on. We did. Um, I, look back at- <laughs>
1: I look back at those they shoes. They were the worst.
2: Let's be real.
1: Oh, my gosh. I I just cringe. I can't. I can't look at those shoes I made. It was, you know, how everyone's been posting the, the Nike ID memes lately. Mm-hmm. I followed through with that. I designed those on Nike ID. And I'll tell you what. They were rough. They're, yeah, they were very. Hey, rough.
0: hey, easy on the Nike. I just read the Shoe Dog book and I loved it. So, I stand Nike. Oh,
1: I do too. But uh, okay, good. Yeah,
0: we'll show you pics. Oh, you might they you might horrible. change your tone when you see what I designed. It. In fact, I think Adam Driver. Speaking of which, might be playing Phil Knight for the Shoe Dog movie that's coming out.
1: Oh, they're doing. Wait, what is this? What is this book about? Just it's it's about choose? Phil
0: Knight, the creator of Nike. And his journey of starting Nike and whatnot. So, but anyways, without further ado, we are not gonna talk anymore Nike. We're Who talking cares? Star Wars. <laughs> Star Wars, nothing but Star Wars on the pod today. Do, 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 do. Do, do, do. Okay, um, I think we should just jump right into it. I mean, this is what people have wanted. And
1: we've waited okay. four years for this. And even for some people, we've waited since what? If if we're counting the end of Return of the Jedi, that was 1988, 89, we've waited 30 years for this. Yeah. And yeah. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna let you guys know what we thought about it. This is gonna we're gonna we're yeah, let's let's do let's see. 1983 is when Return of the Jedi came out. So we've been waiting 36 years for this one. Right off the bat, was it worth the wait?
0: Yes or no? Just from both of you. I'm gonna say yes. It's Star Wars. Okay. Let's go. Yeah. Okay, Jen. Yes. Worth I mean,
2: the wait? Oh, definitely. I mean, it's the end of an era in a way, and the nostalgia. I keep on saying that about this. It's all about just nostalgia for me.
1: True, nostalgia is very powerful, and we're just passing that little baton to Baby Yoda and his little fingers. Oh,
2: he's so I, he I he can't is taking wait over Star Wars. That is for sure.
1: <laughs> I would, I would say
0: yes. It has been worth wait. Course, because you gotta know what happens. Um, yeah, you know, everything comes to an end, and that's exactly what happens in Rise of Skywalker. Now, we are gonna give our spoiler free review really quick because it's gonna it's it's pretty hard to talk about Star Wars without spoilers. And we're assuming that most people have seen Rise of Skywalker. So we'll let you know when we're getting into spoilers, but first and foremost, I did not have expectations for Rise of Skywalker not. I was excited to see it because it has the name Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I love all the Star Wars. I want to make that very clear before we start getting nitpicky to things I disliked about this um, Last Jedi. Attack of the Clones. I love Attack of the Clones and that's the worst Star Wars in my opinion.
1: Oh, hands down. I watched it like two weeks ago. Yeah, Yeah, I love all Star Wars.
0: They're entertaining, okay? So, I'm going to give Rise of Skywalker a B-. minus. Again, I had no expectations going in. Was I entertained? Sure. There were some scenes I really thought were fun. The visuals were great. Some of the sound effects were incredible as well. I thought the acting was fine. There were some cringe-worthy moments for sure. Some forced humor that didn't land. Some humor that did land. C-3PO was hilarious in this one. I yeah, thought he had a lot of good Yeah, enough, lines.
1: like the best part of the movie.
0: Yeah, he was. So B-minus from me. Overall, my expectations were low, and you can definitely see the damage control from The Last Jedi that J.J. Abrams did, which we will get more into. So that is my spoiler-free review. There are some things I would have liked to have seen, and there are some things that I didn't care to see. So, yeah.
1: Yeah, My so my overall review is... Like you, I give it a B minus. I think once you go in watching it for the first time, it's fun because that whole mysticism behind it really keeps you engaged in the story, even though the first act and a half is a mess of just exposition and retconning. But some of the effects are nice. The story wraps up. Um... I think we also need to keep in mind that when reviewing a Star Wars movie, Star Wars is just so different from everything else because it's one part, how will this movie stand the test of time? And one part, how is it after we come out of the theater? And so since Star Wars is also so different, I had to gauge it on how is this as a movie as a whole, which as a movie as a whole, I'd give it probably, it's probably like a C minus C. But because it's Star Wars, because there's so much love attached to it, it bumps it up a little bit for me. That's just how it how it is and i think that's how it is for a lot of people, you know? Agreed. Yeah. Now Jen, what is what are what are your what's your consensus?
2: Um I mean, I'm not the hugest most biggest nerd Star Wars fan my dad is, so <gasps> <kind> Feelings of- <laughs> hurt. Oh. <laughs> so, I mean, I do love the movies just because my dad had us watch them. We grew up watching them with him. um I think it was filmed beautifully, though. There were a lot of scenes in the first three minutes that just the way they looked, the color scheme, how everything felt was very awesome. Kind of with what Tanner said about the music being really good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I can't really say anything without spoiling it, but I will agree the droids were my favorite part of the whole entire movie. <laughs> <laughs> like they they took the top top performance for me.
1: Which is which is funny because like generally C three PO is just pooped all over <laughs> in all the movies. They just make fun of him and like break him and push him around to make fun of him. So it's kind of nice for him to get his little moment.
0: Yeah, yeah, he he had some uh, funny lines. So now we want to share some reviews from. And now that we're gonna get get into spoil, well after after these sweet film talk reviews, because some people submitted what they thought about the film. So let me read those real quick. Okay. So, this comes from Seth he was on the pod a while ago he said, very enjoyable, it felt like a Star Wars movie which made all the difference well done, B+. someone said, best of the trilogy, surprisingly good made me feel emotions, which is good critics don't like that it kind of goes away from the politics of TLJ, which they love that's from Malcolm Hatfield um Keeks, this is actually from you (laughs) And it says, I feel like I got what I wanted, but I feel a little guilty for how I got it, which we will continue to build on. Someone said, favorite of the trilogy. It definitely kept my attention, unlike The Last Jedi. Smiling and satisfied, it has its flaws, but I'm just happy to see Star Wars. Um, And then the last one is, hello, my boy Bitcoin. I'll show you how to make extra money. (laughs) Sign us up. Okay, yeah, that's it for the sweet film talk. I'm going to read a review from my brother. Um. After we talk a little bit more, because I like some things that he said, but I think it's time that we get into spoilers.
1: Yeah, and I want to also add that in addition to the uh, responses, we've kind of had a poll. You know how on Instagram you can swipe and get the mood, you know, and show how excited or not excited you are for something. Out of the results on the poll that we did, people are just the average is just right above the middle. So everyone liked. But at the same time, there's much more to be desired from the movie. And I'll I'll give this, and I'll probably repeat it a couple times, is my best comparison for The Rise of Skywalker is when you're a kid, you know when you're complaining so much for something, you just want your parents to get you that toy. You keep complaining. You keep mentioning it. And then finally they just break down and begrudgingly give it to you. Like, it's nice that you got it. It's cool that you have the toy now, but... You didn't really earn it. It just was based on you complaining so much that they gave in and gave it to you. And that's kind of how the rise of Skywalker feels.
0: Yeah. No, I I, I agree with that. And before before we get into spoilers, I do want to say this. This is my rant. Here we go. Go off, King. Let's. I'm let's gonna hear go it. off. I'm bringing all the smoke right now, right here. Okay. I like Star Wars, as I mentioned. And I can understand why people dislike The Last Jedi, why they disliked The Rise of Skywalker, and even The Force Awakens, of course. I think we can all agree the original trilogy is the best. You can't beat that. You can't. I mean, it just laid the groundwork. It was a lot of fun. And you have characters that you loved. And it came to an The prequels are a little bit messy, but they had consistency. They had a good vision. I just cannot stand... When on Twitter, for example, or just in general, when somebody has like The Force Awakens, Last Jedi, or even Rise of Skywalker, ranked above, you know, like the original trilogy or something like that, and people feel superior and they just, they just put people down saying you're dumb for liking that over this. It's like, it's a movie. Move on. It's a movie. Let people like what they want to like. So I,
1: that's, I, I could
0: not agree more. It's, it's so. Just, it's just become so mean. It becomes as a so. Whole. It becomes so toxic. Like the Star Wars fan base is so toxic. It's like, what do you want? I think a lot of us go to the movies for one thing, majority of us, and that is to be entertained. Is Star Wars entertaining? Yes, it is. Like I was entertained during the Rise of Skywalker. Again, there were some things I didn't like, and we'll get to that. But all in all, I go to the movies to be entertained, and I like talking about movies, especially with you know friends and whatnot, and what they liked, what they disliked. I think, it's, I think it's healthy to have conversations where you're like, yeah, I disagree with that. I didn't like that. But why did you like that? Sure. So what I just see on Twitter, people are like, you're stupid and dumb for liking that. Calm down. So that's my rant. That's me bringing my smoke. Let people like what they want to like. Disagree. <laughs> so be it. And I've Perfect. seen some good conversations. Like, wow, that's interesting. I, don't, I wouldn't have that above that. So... Anyways, just pump the brakes. It's a movie at the end of the day. This ain't politics.
1: Unless you this have says, Attack of the Clones as number one, then you're just you're just wrong. You're, yeah. you're just <laughs> just kidding. You're not wrong. You're entitled and all,
0: to that. all in all, if you, to me, you at least gotta in your top three, you gotta have one of the original trilogies in your top three Star Wars. Oh, of course. If you don't have one of the or two even in your top three, it's like, uh, okay, like you do you. So I'm not gonna get mad at you. So that's my rant. Ran over. Let's get into spoilers.
1: <laughs> yeah, this whole review is probably going to be spoilers, so we we will insert a time caption to get you to where uh, we'll talk about Jen's top five. But without further ado, three, two, one,
0: it's go time, <laughs> and we are about to get into a lot of spoilers. So if you have not seen Rise of Skywalker and you want to refrain from hearing spoilers, please skip to about fifty-six minutes and forty-five seconds to end this podcast to hear Jen's top five movies of all time. Sweet. Ben Solo dies. <laughs> and
1: The Emperors. <laughs> Which we already knew about, so this is yeah. nothing. Um, Jen, I, I want to get your, the gauge from you. You said you're not a big Star Wars fan, not as big as your dad, at least. Yeah. How, just from the eyes of you being a fan, not having much loyalties to anything, what did you expect and what did you want to happen and how did you feel with how this all wrapped up?
2: Um, I mean, I had no expectations just from The Last Jedi and what was the first Force Awakens? Um... I really went to go see the movie just to end the whole entire series. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I feel it it just as a whole. The very end. Can I talk about the end right now? Um,
1: Yeah, real quick. Then we'll bring it back up once we get there. But (laughs) yeah,
2: I just there's a lot of like continuity that you got to stick with. Like the fact that she uh, has a yellow lightsaber at the end. I'm not the world's biggest Star Wars fan, but I know that. How do, how does she get a yellow star like a a yellow lightsaber? It makes Ooh, no what? sense to me.
1: <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> it makes I, no a, sense. <laughs> Chris Terrio and J.J. Abrams decided that would be a good color for her, and that's how she got her color.
2: Yeah, I guess. I guess fan <laughs>
0: service. I wanted it to be yellow orange. So what I saw I was like, let's go. <laughs> no. I, can we just say
1: right off the bat, we guessed on our bingo card that we uploaded, we got seventeen or eighteen of our twenty four guesses correct. Yeah. Um, Yeah, we
0: we killed it with that. So I'm
1: going to we're going to we're going to talk about a big one that I predicted and everyone probably doubted it. But I knew it would happen. So I'm happy that it happened Um, to start off. The Rise of Skywalker is directed by J.J. Abrams and written by J.J. Abrams and Terio, which um, if you guys have probably heard the name Chris Terrio before, because he wrote Batman versus Superman, the dawn of just justice and justice league (laughs) he also wrote argo which is good and he won an academy award for but the other two not so great and that i don't want to say that skill translated to these but they're they were placed with a big task you know it's disney just kept wanting to please the fans time after time the force awakens oh people didn't like the prequels okay let's Make it kind of like the originals. Oh, people didn't like that it was so much like the originals. Last Jedi, do something different. Oh my gosh, no one, everyone hated this, but some people loved it. Okay, let's just, let's just throw everything out there and see what sticks. And that, oh, the opening of the Rise of Skywalker was that, was, okay, Kylo Ren is going to a planet to get a Sith Wayfinder to lead him to the Emperor. And within the first three minutes, the Emperor is in the movie. Like, did you guys expect him to be there so quickly?
0: No, I was not expecting that. But man, they were like, hey, Palpatine's in this movie. Also, Snoke, he was a puppet this whole time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I honestly kind of liked. I was like, all right, now we know what Snoke was. But it was seriously the first minutes. You know that Snoke was always Palpatine. And it goes to show, you mentioned this, that it should have just been J.J. Abrams that did this whole trilogy from the start. And I think they tried to do like the trilogy, like, like you mentioned, like, Oh, okay. New directors for each film. However, they always had George Lucas's vision there. And you could definitely see that. And this was just jumpy. There was damage control that JJ did. And he's like, no, I wanted this, not that Ryan Johnson. Like Ray actually does have a lineage as you alluded to in last Jedi, that she's a nobody. Actually, Snoke was going to be my main villain. But now I got to scramble and let's throw Palpatine back in the mix, which basically contradicts everything that happened in Return of the Jedi. So you could just see how sloppy it was. Now, I want to get to some things that I liked and disliked. Is that okay, Keeks? Yeah, of course. Let's do it. Okay. All right. So I wrote a list. I'm just going to fire off right now. (laughs) I was like, where did
1: you go? I couldn't hear
0: you. Oh, here we go! Can you hear me? You're pulling out your scroll full of yeah. no. I really, I really am likes and dislikes. Okay, I'm gonna start with things I dislike first. We'll end on a high though of things I liked. Yeah, compliment sandwich. Do it. Yeah, I, I love compliment sandwich. Okay. It's actually
1: more like toast. You know, you got like maybe the bad on the top, like like some jam, but then you got the good at the end, like the bread. So that's good. Yep. Yeah, let's do it.
0: Okay, things I didn't like: Palpatine beam back was lame, felt forced, and just a shoe in Constricts all that Darth Vader did to sacrifice to sacrifice himself was worthless. Uh, dialogue was not good. Wow, they had to make things really obvious. Like when the Knights of Ren walked by, the Stormtroopers were like, "The Knights of Ren." It's like, yeah, we know that it's the Knights of Ren.
1: You didn't need like we could have never seen them before or barely known, and we know that they're important. You don't have to tell us that. We're not exactly.
0: Idiots. And then when General Hux is a spy, he shoots the stormtroopers, and he's like, "I'm the spy." And then they turn around, Poe and Finn are like, "You're the spy." It's like, duh, no shiz, like we know you're the spy. And then the worst dialogue, the worst line of the whole entire movie, is at the end when they're trying to find the comms tower and they're going to destroy it, and then it transfers to the other ship, and Finn is like, "It's there," and then Jonna looks at him and he's like, "She's like, how do you know?" And he says just a feeling i was like oh cringe so some of the dialogue wasn't good uh knights of ren were supposed to be cool nope very lame (laughs) Um, almost more worthless than a stormtrooper um ray being a palpatine also felt like it wasn't always in the plan i don't know about that one that kind of i I don't know like was that always the initial plan no way um ray and poe bickering was dumb right out of the gate from the beginning of the movie It felt like it was trying to be, you know, like Han and Leia with their arguments that they had, you know? Ooh, yeah, kind of. Uh, And then Carrie Russell's character, the Daft Punk girl, is what I call her. (laughs) (laughs) Some people liked her. I didn't care. So, yeah, that's fine. You know, like I said, you could like her. Uh, And then Poe and her disliking each other, then wanting to get down. All right, whatever. Didn't really care for that. Now, Chewy dying was kind of a fun risk. I was like, oh, my gosh. And then two minutes later, he's alive.
1: Oh, yeah. yeah. When he died, I was like, mm, don't. Mm.
0: I don't yeah. know. I don't know if
1: they're going to risk that merchandise. So, yeah, yeah. we're going to keep him in.
0: So someone should have died. I, I keep saying this. Finn should have died in Last Jedi. I thought that was a great sacrifice. It was a, it was a cool. I rewatched that scene last night. I was like, oh, my gosh. Like He's going to die. And then Rose comes in with the most fringe-worthy line of the whole series. And then the kiss, hated the kiss. I actually saw that. That was one spoiler I did see.
2: Oh, then, really?
0: Yeah, I got on uh, Instagram and I follow a Daisy Ridley account, of course. <laughs> one of one of twelve you follow. <laughs> <laughs> and the caption sh- at the very end, like you can see the comments from you know people, and one of the comments was like, "I love the kiss," and was like, oh. "It was told fans." Was like, "Oh, great, love that." I mean,
2: I'll be honest, I've called it since day one. I. I felt that they were gonna fall in love in some sort of way during one of these movies, so I wasn't too surprised that it happened. But
1: it was just Jen. Weird. You are part of the problem.
2: <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't voice my opinion though. I promise. I just I just knew it was gonna happen. They were setting it up. Just you the way it that in your
1: heart. And yeah. I'm, I'm glad they did it. I audibly booed when it happened,
0: and Becky like shoved. And then way, way to go, Becky. I'm glad you booed. Good for you, Keeks. I didn't boo. I was just I kind of booing. I was booing inside. You know,
1: I'm not going to. I I respect the audience, but gosh dang it, when I don't like something, I'll let you know. Maybe Good. it wasn't the place for it. Good.
0: But. <laughs> uh, and then two more things I didn't like. I didn't like how Lando was telling Jana at the end, like, do you want to find out, like, where you're from? Was that sexual or no? <laughs> I don't I know. So like, confused. I thought it kind of was, but to me, it alludes to a spinoff. Oh, that's what it eludes. That, that, that's what's the conclusion that I came to is great. We're going to get a spin-off with this character, which she didn't have many scenes. You know, I, I liked her. I, I liked her for what she was. I thought she was okay. You know, she I had thought more she was scenes than, than Rose. Rose. Did. And then that's the other thing that leads me to my last are the jabs at The Last Jedi. I thought they were pretty funny, but overall, I think they're tedious and some Snyder marks when Ray throws her lightsaber into the fire and Luke catches it and he says, This is how you treat a Jedi weapon. <laughs> it's
1: just low-hanging fruit jokes.
0: Yeah, and then the let's pull a holdo from our boy Mary, the Hobbit. And Finn is like, No, that's one of the million, basically say, Yeah, you can't do that ever again. <laughs> pull some holdo maneuvers.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Well, so those there go. those are
0: the things I dislike overall that i thought were glaringly bad
1: yeah I, I think with that jen what did what did you well no no, no tc now you gotta go with what you liked though okay, okay yeah, tell let me go with liked. what
0: i like and then you guys can kind of take it away and chime in because yeah um exegol i liked that it was a sith plan i thought that was cool i was in for that okay the, the gang is back together ray finn and poe i liked their I, I do like their chemistry besides when ray and poe were bickering at the beginning. I like that they're all together. That was fun. Uh, the Sith Wayfinder um, expedition going to Coachella. I thought that was pretty fun and entertaining.
1: Uh, and of course. <laughs> oh, yes.
2: like Coachella. What? Ah, uh, yeah. Uh, or Burning Man, either or. <laughs> yeah. They both are good.
0: <laughs> Woodstock.
1: I Burning Man.
2: Yes, Burning Man.
0: And Lando, of course. He was awesome. So fun. I think he should have more screen time. C-3PO was hilarious. Had some great lines. I love, I do like how they built on the Force Skyping from The Last Jedi. I'm glad that JJ took that and ran with it. And, and he added it. the teleporting items. I thought that was cool. I know people have beef with it, saying that's not in the Force. I'm not um, It is a philosopher now. or I don't know all the doctrine of the Force, but I, I, I dug it. And the visual and sound effects were great. I liked the Sith Colosseum. It was a little cheesy, but I was for it. And then lastly, Kylo Ren. I liked his redemptive arc. The and artist. the Han Solo visit was awesome. I called it. I called it. I called it. So those are the things I liked from The Rise of Skywalker. I
2: like Let's
1: that. Our little, our little compliment toast. I think right, that was nice. That was very nice. Thanks. For, I'm glad that you complimented The Rise of Skywalker. Now, Jen, I want to know, what did you what did you dislike and what did you like?
2: Oh, so going into the movie, a lot of the time... Um, I kept on thinking of other movies during scenes during the movie. So Harry Potter, <clears throat> Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings. Uh, you've got some salad finger in there. Not even joking. Yeah. <laughs> oh really? <laughs> yeah, Transformers. I, I just every time there was like a new scene. So when they saw Palpatine's fingers, I was like, oh hey, look, it's salad fingers from YouTube.
1: It's <laughs> kind of true. Okay, it I was like just that.
2: so weird. And then when they were in the desert, I was like, oh, that's Transformers. And then Lord of the Rings, when you see uh, the Knights of Wren, is that what they're called? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh, look, it's the ring race. <laughs> <laughs> and then when she is dying and she, everyone's like, oh, we are with you, we are with you. I kept on thinking of Harry Potter and how mm. everyone was with Harry Potter at the very end. and So those are things I didn't like. I kept thinking of other movies instead of Star Wars during Star Wars. Um mm. But I will say the relationship between Kylo and Rey has always been one of my favorite. I think they have done that very well. Um, just when they're fighting, when they're having conversations, I think out of everything in the movie, whenever they're together, it's probably like the best part of the movie. Um, it's
1: my favorite part of uh, The Last Jedi. The whole yeah. Rey, Kylo, and Luke. I think that their dynamic is the, easily the best
2: part. Oh, yeah.
1: I, I agree. I agree. And this, and I think that's what most people I think most people enjoy that like you can disagree with how they portray Luke in the movie you can disagree with how like Rey is kind of overpowered but I do think that her chemistry with Luke and with Kylo I think it works pretty well I, I enjoy it it's it's like one of the few things that kept me engaged
2: yeah no I agree oh, yes and then the uh the droids um see love the droids. I love them like, Babu
0: Frick can we talk about Babu Frick for a second yes
2: sec- my oldest
0: friend. Yeah, let's let's have a Babu Frick segment here. What a guy. He just
1: he sounded like a like some sort of Slavic drug lord.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. I wish is. he was just
1: wearing an Adidas tracksuit while he was fixing c 3 po
2: With a gold chain, right? I, w- <laughs>
0: yeah, I wish there exactly. was like a Jar Jar Binks little Easter egg like behind Babu Frick or something.
1: Oh I would love that. I I I want more Gungans in it and two. Was it two episodes ago in The Mandalorian? Bill Burr talks about uh, Gungans in it. Yeah, <laughs> it's kind of funny.
0: Yeah, and we got we got an Ewok quick cameo.
1: Yeah, um, it, it looked like it was Wicked, but I don't know if that's who, for sure who it was. But
0: I think it was. Yeah, I, I, I was for the Ewoks. Quick little cameo. Why not? Of course. Uh, Keeks, what are some things, Jen? Well, is that Jen? Is that what that did you like?
2: Oh, what did I like? Yeah, <laughs> um, it was entertaining. Said that before the the visuals were stunning. I like props to that team that just works on the vid- the visuals. Um, the music was great. Mm-hmm. The relationship between Kylo and Ray was my favorite. The CGI for um, Princess Leia, insane, insane that they can even do that nowadays. So it was good. I hated it. <laughs> but I loved it at the same time, I'll be honest. Good, so. okay,
1: end on a positive. You yeah. you hate it, but you loved it.
2: Yeah, it's it's a movie. It's Star Wars. Yeah. It's not going to be my favorite movie of all times. I'm sorry, but that's about it.
0: Well, yeah, well,
1: I'm sorry. You can't you can't win them all, you know? You, I'm sure they tried. They tried to win them all. They tried to make this one good, which I think they did the best that they could. I... It just brings me to the fact is you go back and Colin Trevorrow was brought on and he started storyboarding episode nine with Terrio. But then, as we know, what, like two years ago, he was fired from the project after his Book of Henry movie just was a disaster. (laughs) So Disney got rid of him. And, you know, when you're J.J. Abrams, not predicting you're going to be brought on to this movie, but then you are. You've just lost a couple years of thought process of what you could do to add to the story. And it takes a long time, especially a big blockbuster like Star Wars. So, to get this right off the bat too, Tanner, in addition with your little rant, I'm sick of people blaming J.J. And I'm sick of them blaming Ryan Johnson and Chris Terrio and Michael Arndt, Lawrence Kasdan for these Star Wars movies, because at the end of the day, the buck stops at Disney. If you turn in a project... No one looks at the bottom-level workers or, like, maybe someone a step above them if the project doesn't go well. No, you go to the manager and you go, what happened? Why did this not have the guidance it needed? So you got to go to Kathleen Kennedy and say, what happened? Why did you pump out so many movies without having a plan? Because it's very apparent that there was no plan. So, yes, Ryan Johnson, maybe he did something you didn't like. J.J. Abrams, maybe he did something you didn't like. But at the end of the day... Disney let them do it and they need to take responsibility, which they kind of have, but never probably
0: fully will. No, I I agree. I agree. Keeks 100% that Disney, they're the culprits. Now, they just didn't have a vision. You can just see that they kind of went along with it. And as I said before, I enjoyed The Force Awakens. I I know it's a carbon copy of A New Hope. And a lot of people dislike it, but there is actually a good little crew of people that like The Force Awakens. I like the setups, the theories. The first Act
1: is awesome, and then the Millennium Falcon comes in, and it's like, okay, this is familiar, and then it just kind of goes back into A New Hope.
0: Yeah, yeah, which 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 you got to kind of get the nostalgia going a little bit.
1: Sure,
0: which is fine. However, it just didn't have you know cohesiveness throughout this trilogy, and you can kind of see basically a little the conflicts between the writing, the directing. And so Disney flopped on that. They did. It's disappointing. So yeah. hopefully we you with, look
1: at Marvel and it's like, Oh wow. Yeah. They've oh, had a freaking, they've had a story. I mean, all they even had to do was just in the force awakens, just as soon as maybe like just a little thing about the emperor. Just throw in little little secrets, and you go back and watch, and it's like, oh, yeah, okay. You know, like, the Emperor's not mentioned until Empire Strikes Back, and you don't even see him in person until Return of the Jedi. Yeah. So there's yeah. always this hint of something looming, and in here, it, it's just, oh, quick turn, quick turn, quick turn. He's back.
0: <laughs> oh, gosh. He's <laughs> back. Yeah. I mean, they had to do that in the trailers just to, just to warm us up. Like, we had to know that he was back. That's why they included the laugh. The poster with him they, in the background.
1: They did though. They, if they would have just kept it a secret, that would have been even cooler. It'd be like, holy like the Emperor's back, you know? Yeah. That would have
0: been crazy. I think it goes both ways because I think that would have been almost even more of an uproar, like, really, he's back. Yeah. So Good um, point. I, I actually I sent you this text and this was me rewriting The Last Jedi. At ah three in the morning. Pr- produced actually, by ho-
1: Sweet Film Productions, The Last yeah. Jedi. So this Or is, wait Rise of Skywalker.
0: This is me kind of changing things a little bit. Is this for the Rise of Skywalker or Last Jedi? It's the it's the Last Jedi and kind of leads into the, the Rise of Skywalker. Okay, got it. So, so this is this is a rough draft. Like I didn't I didn't lock myself up in a writing room for three months. Jacked up on caffeine, but this is kind of me at like three in the morning. do so kind of sleeping. Two in the morning. So this is how it goes. So this is Last Jedi. It says, this is kind of just bullet points. Rey begins her training with Luke. This is Last Jedi on Octu. 2. She forced skypes with Kylo, discovering that he has found out where her friends are hiding after an attack in space. Rey is flustered and begins to grow impatient with her training and demands answer to why Luke left and what happened with Kylo in the training. Flashback to the fall of Kylo and the raid on the temple with the Knights of Ren. Poe, Chewie, and Finn receive a transmission from the spy, General Hux that Snoke and Kylo have discovered where Rey is at due to the Force Skyping. They are baited. They never knew their location, and Snoke and Kylo discover who the mole is and eventually trap Rey and Luke. They have an epic showdown, throne room-like, Kylo versus Rey and Luke versus Snoke. Luke rocking the green saber and Rey with the blue saber. Um, The resistance intervenes to assist. Rey begins to become overpowered by Kylo. Luke then assists, allowing her to escape. And he sacrifices himself in doing so, taking on both Kylo and Snoke. Snoke is badly injured due to the fight with Luke and must leave to Exegol to recover. You know, introducing ah, Exegol. Cool. Okay. And in the fight, Ray's lightsaber ends up breaking, so she's lightsaberless. Everyone is bummed out about the loss of Luke. Ray and Leia Ray and Leia are comforted and visited by force ghost Luke afterwards. Pans to Kylo who feels a little remorse for losing Luke is visited by his mom briefly in a force connection, and he can feel the sorrow that she feels. And then it pans on the Millennium Falcon flying through the space. And maybe you can insert Rey's lineage in this movie, because I felt like Rise of Skywalker was, like, really? The third film, or finding out who she is? So this is kind yeah. of rough, too, going into Rise of Skywalker. Ray continues her training as well as forging her new lightsaber. The staff with the yellow baby, while Poe and Finn go planet hopping, searching to pick up on a trail of Kylo, and the Knights of Ren, they finally do um, Woodstock Planet. I love the Coachella Planet. <laughs> Fortunately, rays with them, they are Lando is again. Um, they are assisted by him, just like Rise Skywalker. Uh, they ask Lando for the GPS. I do like the Wayfinder. Um, do reco- more reconnaissance and find it. Um, more more Force conversation with Kylo, and tells her to join Force with Snoke. Um, and then they find the GPS. They find Exegol, and then there's just an all-out battle. So that's kind of like my, my rough draft of rewriting Star Wars. Rough draft, hence. So, but that's the way that you could you could introduce Exegol. You could introduce Snoke as the main bad guy, and you can even discover who he was behind the shadows. And it's just not a Palpatine fit in.
1: Well, we can already tell that like Palpatine can take people's life forces. Does it with with Rey and uh, Kylo? So it could almost be that like he's putting his life force into snoke. heal snoke. But at the same time he's still alive to still control the strings and then when the time is right and snoke returns back to him he can take his life force back and actually fight on his own when the time has
0: come. Yeah. Yeah. So Ooh. yeah, you know, it's just a slot fest and I loved it. But I hated it. <laughs> I loved hate it, it, loved it and hated it. It's just very inconsistent as we have talked about. So yeah. Anyways, lastly, from, from me, I want to read what my brother sent. He loves the pod now, and I love his takes. Hey, we'll take it. So he says this, As a Star Wars fan, and by fan, I don't mean someone who slept with Star Wars action figures and or a Chewbacca or Ewok blanket, but rather someone who watched episodes four through six movie marathon on every Christmas day while many of you still had baby teeth. I must say that Rise of Skywalker was excellent, had great action, appropriate in every aspect. The threat was very real and completely original, even for Star Wars, where one-third of all nine movies, I repeat, one-third of all movies had a freaking Death Star of sorts, and that's not counting Rogue One either. Rey's lineage was answered. Snoke's background and origination was also answered. I mean, I kept thinking, who the heck is this geezer with the crack in his face? Where'd he come from? What's his story? Finally, an answer to that as well. These answers weren't overemphasized or harped on, but answered to what I feel was an appropriate level of satisfaction. The humor was on point from Jedi mind tricks to interaction with Poe and the helmet chick. If you've seen it, you know what I'm talking about. The pace was awesome as well. A big difference from The Last Jedi. All in all, appropriate wrap-up for the Star Wars saga. Action, answers, humor, threat, struggle, redemption, and closure. Rise of Skywalker comes full circle and gives the saga the closure we all deserve and needed. Not spoiled, nor sour, only sweet.
1: I mean, and that's the thing is like this movie is going to be in so many different fluctuating lists from people. I I also think the movie's sweet. I got to give it because it's Star Wars. I mean, if this was any other movie, I'd probably say it's between sour and spoiled. But because it's Star Wars. Yeah, it's sweet. It's it's more content that we get. And now we can just put this to rest. We can just let it breathe. Let it just hobble off and die like an old Dying dog, and we can just leave. We can just leave it alone.
0: Now, I agree, hundred percent. Jen, what would you give it?
2: Um, yeah, I'll give it a sweet. I did want to read what I asked my dad. So, um, oh, I love this because he is the bigger Star Wars fan. Like he was around when it first came out. I had to ask, like, hey, dad, what what are you gonna think of this? Like, what what does Star Wars mean to you? Um, and he said when it first came out, it was eye opening. Um, because being young, he had a ro- rocket scientist dad who worked at NASA. He always wanted to go to the stars, um, but his stars were aligned in another way. That's what he said. It's super cute. Um, but space was a dream of his, and Star Wars kind of made that feel like it was more real um, and more attainable. So at least we could do that. And then at the very end, he said, also... Star Wars kind of says that there's hope for the crap of this world that we can be better um, just as humans. And so I think that's awesome to find out that that's what Star Wars means to him. That's kind of what drove him when he was growing up. And even watching the Jar Jar Binks and Anakin Skywalkers of our eras, like it really kind of has that as its message. Like there's hope in everything, even when crap hits the fan. There's still a lot of hope that you can make the world a better place. In other words, so yeah.
1: Sheesh, that, that's that's something that I took from the movie as well. You know, me and Becky showed up like half an hour early. I was so anxious. We got some raising canes before, which oh, I mean, saw being that in Arkansas. That is that is a huge plus, as I can go to canes whenever I want. Got Beth. like five minutes from my house.
0: We missed you. We missed you at that wing stop tradition, man. Missed you. I Wasn't the it, same. I would have gave Rise of Skywalker like an A-bitus if you were there. <laughs>
1: oh, you should have seen me. I was like grabbing Becky's hand at so many different parts. Just like when we watched Last Jedi. I was yeah. just freaking out. I was so excited. And I well, we walked into the theater and just families, so little kids in Star Wars pajamas walked in, uh, parents in Star Wars matching pajamas with their kids. It's just something so different that... I think a lot of us take for granted is that it's something that transcends movies. It's something that brings families together. And I've heard from so many reviewers such as Chris Duckman, whose dad doesn't like movies, but loves star Wars. And that's something that brought them together. A new hope was the first star Wars movie I ever liked. And for me, this one, yeah, I had my cons. I didn't like the Sith dagger because I thought it was this ancient artifact, but now it oh. just kind of seems that it guided them to the wreckage, so it Did, must have only been like thirty years old. <laughs> um, I forgot, I, I forgot you know, all about I, that I,
0: dagger. It's so forgettable. Yeah, I agree
1: with you. It was just, just the no. MacGuffin to another MacGuffin. It, it's <laughs> the the rise of MacGuffins is this movie. <laughs> at, at the end of the day, it's I, I didn't. I thought it was the worst looking of all three of the movies. I thought that some of the the effects were good but not great. I thought that's so. There's so many moments where it almost reaches, yes, like it hits that crescendo and it does it, but it just falls a little flat. But at the same time, to see Harrison Ford back, to see Wedge and Tilly's back, who has openly hated these movies. Same with Harrison Ford. He's wanted to be killed off since Empire Strikes Back. It's, it's still, it brings everyone back to the same movies because deep down in all of us, we know it's something that we love. It's something that our families taught in us. It's, I don't want to. It's almost like a religion for people. You know, you're, you grow up with it. It's, it's something in your home. It's a tradition and we're just lucky that we have it. And now Disney just, you can take your foot off the, you can take your foot off the pedal a little bit. Let us breathe with these. Think of what you want to do with your next trilogy and go with it. But I feel like I've said my piece. Yeah. There's some things I don't like. Yeah. There's some things I like At the end of the day. It's something that brought a ton of people together and, it's something that I haven't seen at the movies almost at all this year.
0: Yeah. No, I, I agree. And all in all, Disney, What what's Disney's thing? What's their theme? Family. Family, Family friendly. Baby. It's for the kids. And that's what Star Wars is. I mean, even George Lucas said it's for kids. Granted. That doesn't mean there aren't adult themes in it. But exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. And we, we're all a kid at heart, I believe, you know? So. I agree with you. And I remember when I saw The Last Jedi two years ago and I went with my parents on Christmas day and my mom has seen all the Star Wars, like the original trilogy, she's probably seen twice. She's not a diehard fan, but she enjoys them. She likes sci-fi and all that stuff. At the end of Last Jedi, she just grabbed me and said, cute. And I was like, all right, you know, like if that's, if that's what you leave the theater saying, like cute, that was fun then that's great. You know what I mean? Again, everybody has their own opinions and whatnot. I didn't like the last Jedi, but there were some scenes that I did enjoy and it was entertaining. And all in all, star Wars is fun. Could have been better. This new trilogy, of course. So I think it's time that we get into our ranking of star Wars.
1: Couldn't have we, said it better myself. We rank Gen- our star Wars films. Bless your with your lowest one. We'll just give the names in a brief description. I don't think any more than that.
0: Um, Let's just go. Who wants to start first? I'm just gonna. Jen got it. Me, okay. Jen, Jen. Sweet. give us us the rankings.
2: Before I start, though, I really just need to know what Poe was gonna tell Ray.
1: Oh, that he's force sensitive. J.J. Abrams (laughs) said that that's what he was gonna say.
2: Oh. Anyways, so (laughs) I just you can't say I need to tell you something and then the whole time and never tell us what you were gonna say. But anyways, um, so my Star Wars (laughs) ranking. Judge it if you want. I think my first one is A New no, Hope. No, no, no. 11, 11,
0: 11, 11, 11, 11, Oh. Least, Start from least the, top to, the to the bottom.
2: Oh. Bottom to the top. <laughs> the bottom, oh, to gosh. Okay. Yeah, bottom to the so top, okay. Bottom to the top. You know your number one. <laughs> yeah, you know my number one. So my number 11 is Solo. Um,
1: yeah,
2: okay. Sorry. No, no <laughs> I, well, yeah, that's fine. To be honest, I threw that in last minute. I kind of forgot about it. <laughs> so I, I just threw you. it in at the end. Um, And then number 10 is The Last Jedi,
1: Oh my gosh.
2: Yeah. And okay. number nine is The Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Ooh. Sorry. Um, no. Number eight is Return of the Jedi. Oh. Number seven, Attack of the Clones. Ooh, that's not uh, there. Yeah. Number okay. six, Empire Strikes Back.
0: Whoa. <laughs>
1: gosh. I just like white dude blinking gift in my room. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Good. Old takes,
0: hot takes. I like it, Jim. Yeah, great. bring it, 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 it on. Coming. Let's go.
2: Um, okay, but uh, number five is The Force Awakens. Okay. Number four is Rogue One. Um, number three is Phantom Menace. Number two is Revenge of the Sith. Let's go. And number one, New Hope. Yeah. So. Okay. That's it.
0: Sheesh. Good list.
1: F- Phantom Menace, way up there. I love that. You know, I I think Phantom Menace gets undeservedly pooped on. It's bad, but like it can be fun. Bad.
0: Oh, it's got some iconic iconic moments. Pod racing, the dual wheeled saber of Darth Maul.
1: If you did not sit and down and play Faint. that pod racing game on your N sixty four, as a kid, you weren't ever a kid. No, no. How great was
0: that game? What a blast! I loved it. it really was. Okay, uh, I'll go. My number 11 is Attack of the Clones. (laughs) As it should be. Number 10 is Last Jedi. I really wanted to like it when I left the theater, but was underwhelmed, and I just felt like everything hit the fan with what Force Awakens was set up to be. Um, Number nine is Phantom Menace. Eight is Solo. Seven, Rise of Skywalker. And now everything on are the what these are like the star wars that i love like seven eight and nine are movies that i i like and and 10 and 11 last jedi tacticals are like kind of like i still love them but mm. anyways number six is return of the jedi five Mm -hmm. is rogue one and rogue one was one of the most fun theater experiences ever
1: i still that vader scene is kind of like hand fisted in but it's so cool oh, it's, I mean
0: say what you want it's I, so cool I remember Crawford stood up started clapping you started clapping it was a blast yeah, um, I number, saw
1: it four times in theater.
0: <laughs> <laughs> number four is Force Awakens that just kind of rekindled my love for Star Wars I rewatched all the Star Wars leading up to Force Awakens and it was a blast and I liked what they set up for Force Awakens and I'll always have a soft spot uh, number three is A New Hope Number two is Revenge of the Sith, another fun theater experience. I was in sixth grade when this came out, and my brothers were telling me that they were going to go see it the night before. Uh, the night before when it came out, and I had to go to school, and I was super bummed I wasn't going to go see it. And then surprisingly, my brother came to school, checked me out. I was thrilled. I was so happy. I went and saw it with his friends. Like I felt like I felt like one of the cool kids, but with my brother. And it was such oh, yeah. a if you. It was such a if fun film. If you had to film. rank
1: like best feelings that you can have in your life, top three is getting checked out when you didn't think you were going to get checked. Yeah. Just like yes. hearing your name over the intercom is like, uh, Mrs. Kamiko Adcock is being checked out. Oh my gosh, you were and, you are home free.
0: Yeah, and I knew what it was for. I was just thrilled. I was like, I'm going to go see Revenge of the Sith. What up? Peace oh, that's out, so classmates. Cool. <laughs> And I love it. Guilty pleasure, and it's just so fun. Ewan McGregor, Obi wan just kicks, just trash. I love it. And then number one is Empire Strikes Back. I feel like as a whole, Empire is great. It has Lando. It has betrayal. It has the crazy twist. I wonder what it would have been like just being in the theaters, finding that out. No, no Death fun. Star. Nothing. Hoth at the beginning. Love the Snow Planet. So th- that is my Star Wars ranking.
1: I. That's sweet. I'm all right. Let's. I'm going to take us home. So we got at eleven, Attack of the Clones, number ten, Phantom, Phantom Menace, yeah, Phantom Menace, number nine, Solo. It's and it's like you're saying, Tanner. I mean, like the bottom four are like the bottom, and then everything else gets you can you can rearrange them pretty pretty easily. Like they're yeah. pretty close in in comparison. Um, number eight is Rogue One. Really? Number seven, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't think the character stuff works, and I don't like how it jumps around so much in the first act.
0: I I, I can respect that. I don't. I don't latch on the characters either. I mean, they all die.
1: Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, number seven, uh, Rise of Skywalker, for okay. the same kind of reason as Rogue One. It's just like I don't really have any loyalty to a lot of these characters except for the the original trilogy characters and Rey and Kylo. Number yeah. six is The Last Jedi, which honestly, if you look at The Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker, I feel like they're almost on the same level, just like polar opposite planes for each one. You know, The Last Jedi, it's too different and weird and not Star Wars enough. And this one is like, it's like too much fan service stuff. Yeah. Almost as if like, it's just a compilation.
0: Yeah. It's like
1: I- Star Wars, basically, <laughs> if that's like the best way to put it.
0: I, I want to chime in with The Last Jedi real quick is you're you're not wrong visually the last jedi looks great when they go to the oh, snow sheesh, planet the th- yeah. the throne room what's that snow planet with the the salt crate. yeah great what okay yeah like that is a cool that's a cool i like it so but yeah last it jedi cracked. looks visually good
1: true and then number five is i've actually just barely i just barely made this change because i think it's true uh, return of the jedi i think return of the jedi is unnecessarily step slept on Oh, of it's, course it's, you know, it's, it's got its issues, but it's fun. It's a, it's a great watch. The, the,
0: the all black green lightsaber, Luke, just, just oh, overpowered. So he cool. just kills it. I love it.
1: My favorite battlefront two character <laughs> in the old ones. And number four, force awakens. Similar reasons to what you said. Number three is revenge of the Sith. I saw this movie six or seven times in theater. Oh my, my gosh. This movie came out in May. My birthday is in August. I saw this movie at the taller theater for my birthday. For the sixth time,
2: if, right there, I love if that.
1: that. If that doesn't tell you how much I love Revenge of the Sith, and number two, Empire Strikes Back. It, yeah, it's Empire Strikes Back. It's a perfect movie, I would say. And then number one, this nostalgia pops. This just barely over Empire Strikes Back because it's the first movie I remember seeing. I hope it started all of this off, and I think it's I think it's number one. It, it by itself, it's a great movie too. It doesn't even need a sequel.
0: Yeah, there's there, there's kind of some truth to that. So yeah. New Hope is great. Yeah, that, er, New Hope should be in everybody's top three for sure. Cemented Star Wars. It and if should it's not,
1: have won Best Picture that year, but and, it didn't.
0: Yeah. And if it's not in your top three, it's Star Wars. That's okay. We won't. Yeah, we won't. Fine. We won't put you down and put our foot down and say you're yeah. dumb.
1: I might. <laughs> I I can't say I won't, but I'm. Uh,
0: it's Star no, Wars. It's subjective, but yeah.
1: I won't to your face, at least. on the, In the internet, yeah, I'll make fun of you, but to your face, I'll be really nice. Because <laughs> that's the internet.
2: There
0: we go. I like that.
2: At least you're
0: honest, you know? Wow. What does what, what Star Wars take? It's good. And I hope, I think the Mandalorian's been fun. It's going to be yeah. interesting to see what Disney can learn from this trilogy, because there is a lot to learn. And hopefully Ryan Johnson's trilogy can be good. Give us some time. Give us Give us three to five years of just mm-hmm. no Star Wars.
1: Can I just say this? At least they're not cats having to fix their movie while it's still in theaters. <laughs> oh, Which, by the way, I'm seeing cats tomorrow and I'm so excited. I almost oh. left last, uh, Rise of Skywalker on Friday to go see it.
0: Oh my gosh. Good luck.
1: <laughs> I can't wait to see it. It's going to be a train wreck.
2: Look, I, I love cats as an animal in general, but just the trailer freaks me out. That's Human- why it's going to be so bad. <laughs> Humans dressed as cats with tails, I, d- I don't get it. Like, they should have just had animated cats, honestly. I agree. So uh- weird to me.
1: Okay, enough cats. Star Wars. Where do we go now? Where do you guys want it to go real quick? Where do you think it goes? Um. Before we get to Jen's top five.
2: You know, it goes wherever Disney wants it to go, honestly. I think The Mandalorian's cool. There's probably going to be a few spinoffs. Um. I mean, I don't I don't know. I agree with you guys. Give us some time to get over Star Wars in a little bit. Keep the little shows and TV series going. I think that's awesome. Um, but no more movies for a bit, please.
0: <laughs> <laughs> even though we love. It. yeah we, we have we have 11 movies of Star Wars, so we're good on movie. No, I agree with Jen. Have the Mandalorian season two come out in a year or so. I think Hold that's on. I think they're building on something there that's fun and it's enjoyable. It's light and Ryan Johnson's trilogy I don't know when that's going to come out but I hope it's good and interesting has nothing to do with skywalkers maybe the old republic whatever wherever it goes I think Ryan Johnson is a pretty good director and writer when it's just him and like Knives Out was good and I enjoyed Looper I have not seen Brick yet I've heard good things about that so yeah so that's that's my take I'd like for it to go in a good new fresh direction what yep. about you, Keeks?
1: Um, yeah, Ryan Johnson. Let's let's hand the reins over to Dave Filoni and John Favreau. They're doing a great job with Mandalorian, and let's get them in creative control. Let's get this thing back on track. Let's get some direction, and let's start pumping those movies out. Because if they're good, I don't care if I get a new Star Wars movie every year. If it's freaking good, then I don't care. Yeah, yeah, throw them out. Yeah, but yeah, we'll, give us a little bit of a break.
0: We'll, we'll be there. So, love whether that. it's good
1: or bad, we'll, we'll still be there. We just hope it's good.
0: Okay. It is time for the top five to round it out. This podcast, um, Jen, we're ready, and, and don't don't feel ashamed.
2: I'm not, Movies, let's go. So, before I I made this list today, um, so it's, I mean, it's pretty accurate, but I did try to pull from a different genre, tried not to keep it too basic, as you could say. Um, but my top five of all time. Uh, I have seven that I have written down. No, that <laughs>
0: that's okay.
2: Out. Go for
1: it. Starting with number seven. Number seven.
2: Do. So kind of with Becky, I love, I love, 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 love scary movies. Um, this is the only movie to scare me and it's deliver us from evil. And there's a huge backstory behind it, but that's my number seven because it's the only scary movie to actually scare me.
1: I've never s- heard of that.
2: So, you've never heard of that?
1: I'm googling it. it right now. Um, Please sponsor us, Google.
2: <laughs> Google, yeah, good luck. Um, number six is Hunt for the Wilder People. Still need to see that. Oh, oh, you see I that. Love that movie? It's just—it's so Ricky good. Baker, Ricky Baker, <laughs> so good. I actually just watched that this year. Um, I think it's amazing.
0: Taika Waititi. Oh,
2: yep, Taika Waititi. He's Phenomenal! He is in the Mandalorian. If you guys didn't know that, uh, yeah,
1: he's, IG-80, he's IG11.
2: Oh, way to go! Did not know that. Mm. Um, number five is it's a in German. It's called the Last Train. It's about World War II, kind of the last train to go to Auschwitz. Um, oh my god! Very very sombering, but a very ah. good movie. I'll be real. Oh. Uh, number four, Joker. Whoa! No, I loved The Joker. I think it hits a lot of topics, right? It talks about mental illness. I just think it came out at the right time. Sheesh. Um It'll make sense because of my number two, but my number three is The Fifth Element.
0: Okay, Bruce Willis?
2: <laughs> Such <laughs> the a good... Fifth Element. <laughs> I grew up on that movie. That is like my dad's first initial, hey, you have to watch this movie. So if you haven't seen it, please Papa, please go see it. Papa Packham, coming in hot. He... Oh, just a genius. Daft Punk, grew up on that too, so my dad is just the best. Number two, Dark Knight, um, Heath Ledger, enough said. Uh, yeah. And then obviously number one is three movies in one, but the Lord of the Rings trilogy Let's is go. the best Yay. in the world. <laughs> um, and I'm so glad that you actually watched it, Kamiko, because you have been missing out your whole entire life.
1: I know I had watched it, but I was a kid and I was a dumb baby brain kid who only liked to want to watch Master of Disguise and, <laughs> and, and like Mister Popper's Penguin. I don't know. I
2: don't. <laughs> and Spy <laughs> Kids, dog. baby.
0: Spy Kids is iconic. It, it is. Though. The first p- one's fun.
2: Yeah. But yeah, that's my number one. That's all seven of them. Okay,
0: Jen, I want to ask you, Bill and On this Lord of the Rings, what are you anticipating? A great top five great top five yes, I love that top five what that are you element,
1: a, what a great choice
0: yeah what are you expecting for the Amazon series Lord of the Rings what how do you feel about that
2: um it can't be worse than The Hobbit yes. <laughs> so yes. uh the Hobbit trilogy was horrible it just was too CGI didn't enjoy it so I have some good expectations for it it's on Amazon they probably have a lot of money it'll be interesting for sure
1: I love the picture of um Ian McKellen dressed as Gandalf and that like gr- green screened background, just like with his hands over his head. Oh he all starts sad of what it's become.
0: He starts crying. And I think I think a lot of Star Wars fan <laughs> can relate fans can relate mm-hmm. to kind of the Hobbit and Lord of being a Lord of the Rings fan, reading the Hobbit book and whatnot, I was really anticipating the Hobbit and I was just like, oh, Really? This is disappointing. I thought the first two were okay. Yeah. They're watchable. And then Battle of the Five Armies is like, hmm. No. I think that's how a lot of fans feel with the new trilogy. They're just disappointed of the direction it was going in. So, yeah, I could I can kind of relate with that, but I agree. Yeah. I'm excited for the Amazon series. Hopefully it's good.
1: Yeah. And, you know, as I look back at this take, it's been one of our most interesting takes because we didn't go into a whole lot of spoilers because we assume the majority of you guys are going to go see it or have already seen The Rise of Skywalker. So it was it was honestly interesting for me to just get everyone's opinions of, yeah, this is what I liked. This is what Star Wars is for me. And I think a lot of you guys will resonate with a lot of the points we made today. Yeah, Star Wars is flawed. It's been flawed since basically Return of the Jedi. It's Star Wars is borderline alien slash Terminator franchise where it only has a couple good movies and has kind of gone off the rails. But because of fans, it's like a family. It's just going to keep going. It's
0: going to keep doing great. And I like that. Yeah. yeah. And and, and it, it, it the biggest thing is were you entertained? If you left. And yeah, everyone's going to have opinions. Everyone's going to have different rankings. And that's fine. It's Star Wars. It's fun. And speaking of ranking, we are going to rank our top ten movies of the year for next week's podcast. We're excited. I saw Parasite. Yes. Wow. I loved it. That will definitely be my top ten. I'll talk more about that. Just give me a little sneak sneak, you know, sneak peek. And then I'm going to see Uncut Gems. And that should do it for me for this year of theater movies.
1: Same with me. I'm grabbing Cats tomorrow, Uncut Gems on Tuesday. And then, yeah, that's going to bring us in. Nice. I can't believe that. We've seen so many good. It's been a great year for movies.
0: It really it really has. And um, coming to a close with Star Wars, yeah, was it good? Game, no, it wasn't great, but it it will not make my top 10. No. But, man, it, there it, are some really like, good movies that we're excited to talk about next week that we think you all should see if you haven't. And Jen, give us your f- second favorite movie of the year bes- b- b- behind Joker because I know that's your favorite.
2: Oh, I haven't seen a lot of movies this year. Um, shoot, I actually. I, uh, <laughs> yeah, you are. Um, does it have to be a movie that came out this year?
1: Yeah. Preferably. Oh, <laughs> uh,
2: I mean, I'll just go with the most recent one that I saw Jumanji. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> oh, look, let's uh, go for it. Okay. Let's, yes. Once upon a time in Hollywood, I watched that actually this last weekend for the first time, and it was amazing. Oh, Tarantino movies are phenomenal. Loved it. So it's yeah, so it's, fun. The third I'll act. Have it. Is like the I haven't most seen fun Jojo Rabbit. Movies. Haven't seen Knives Out. Haven't seen Parasite. So I've got a lot of catching up to do before the end of the year. So that's about it. Perfect.
1: I love that. Do we have anything else? Star Wars. We love it.
2: Yeah. No, I think that's it for
0: take 60. Some more than others.
1: Yeah. (laughs) We still love it.
0: Yeah. Take 63. I think that's it. That's a wrap, baby.
1: I love that. Everyone, we've got some. These next few weeks are just going to be list weeks, basically. Yeah. Yeah. Get ready for some lists, for some takes, for some opinions. I'm signing off. It's your boy, The Sweet Keeks.
0: And it's TC and our guest, Jen Packham. It's been a blast.
1: Jen, will you send us
0: out with a sweet...
2: Uh, sure. Sweet! Sweet!